everyone. Welcome to In Tune with Your Intuition. My name is Kelsey, and I'm so excited to take you along my journey as I dive into all things spiritual. In this podcast, I'm going to share my thoughts and experiences, as well as others, as we dive into energies, frequencies, and chakras. I'm hoping you all are excited to dive into this realm as much as I am. Hello everyone, welcome back. I am super excited about this topic this month. I have seen it kind of been playing out as a pattern in my life and it's really started to open up my eyes as a whole and kind of how our society and system has been shaped as you will. So the topic I really wanted to go over is fear versus love. Um, And I mean that in a mindset and just also everything that we take in currently with today's society. So whether that's any media, news, any movies, um, look at your friendships, stuff like that. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and kind of break it down into a couple different areas. I'm going to share some stories as they relate to it and then just kind of break everything down for you guys. So I read a quote the other day and it says, love is what we came here with. Fear is what we've learned here. And I think that is so entirely true. I think our society is just very fear-based and unfortunately that's what's been happening and that's part of the culture and a lot of that hasn't been changed yet. And I'm hoping, you know, that's kind of the shift we're going to learn to make. But for example, my grandparents watch the news every day, morning, lunch, evening, no matter what, anything that's going on in the news is always very low vibrational negative energy. It's just stuff that we don't need to be taking in every day. There are constant murders, robberies, gunshots. There's just so much that we can cover and unfortunately there's so much good that does happen that's not always on the news and that's because our society is based in fear I mean look at the coronavirus everything was a fear outbreak we couldn't get toilet paper things were crazy Um, which I totally understand you know it's something new that we haven't dealt with and when our ego is adjusting to something new or going in new territory, it always goes to fear because it doesn't know anything better. And that's kind of what we've learned so far in the society. And next, you know, if you look at media and movies, everything that comes out is what society has placed on us you know it's how society wants to shape us whether that's labels whether that's what we're watching what we want to buy what we want to eat what we um, think is the next best thing everything has been shaped around the fear of whether it's fear of missing out you know fear of not having this fear of doing too much fear of doing too little and one I want to talk about real quick is Hercules. I was watching, so Disney Plus, love that they brought all of these childhood movies back to us because I don't think we realize how much these children's shows are spiritual. I watched Moana the other day and that is such a spiritual movie. 
it was so cool to kind of see it. But, you know, going back to Hercules, I watched this a couple weeks ago and I don't think I've watched this as an adult, so I haven't ever really paid attention to names of, you know, non-important um, roles. And so with Hades being in hell, his two sidekicks, their names are pain and anxiety. You guys, heaven and hell are not a real thing. It's heaven and hell in our own minds. You know, we can live in our own hell and be stuck in pain, stuck in anxiety, depression, sadness, whatever it is. We are taught to live in our own hell and our inside of our own minds you know there's so many of us that get stuck in this cycle and we never can you know make that shift and really get into a good headspace in order to feel the other side of it and I'm watching my grandma live in her own hell and I think that's when it really clicked for me I think growing up you know and this is just my opinion as well you know we're taught so many different things we're taught to believe heaven and hell are places and there's just so much push in our face with religion and I'll get onto that topic in a minute but you know if we cannot sit with ourselves if we cannot be who we are and like live with that we're literally letting fear and other pain and circumstances come in and let us live in a sense of hell you know we're not living in a high vibrational state and that's something we've learned here, unfortunately, and being able to notice those signs, being able to notice how to make a difference, how to change that is where we can get started. When we look at religion, I was raised Catholic, so I'm just going to share my experience and my opinion on this. It's not, I'm not here to change anyone's religion. I'm not trying to make this political. I'm just sharing my expression on the topic. And When you look at being raised Catholic, and I'm not sure who else was, but, you know, I, at the time, we're always taught to be good girls, good boys. You know, if you're cleaning your room, you're a good kid. If you're not, um, you know, doing something, it's a sin and you're going to hell. And I think instantly with this, we are taught, you know, a very conditional love It's a very fear-based way of parents and authorities being able to tell kids, you know, you have to do this or X, Y, Z. And that is such a fear-based mindset. You know, we're raised scared of being in trouble or scared of sinning or, you know, oh, if you do this, your Santa's going to not bring you that. Like, there's just so much fear. And I can't believe it's taken me this long to, you know, really wake up and realize that and it just truly does shape how we see societies how you know our lives play out now and I wanted to touch on media just because media has always impacted us and I think especially with everything that's evolving social media wise and everything becoming all online you have to look at how much that has really impacted our lives and I'm going to be a little vulnerable with you guys, but I think, you know, this conversation is necessary. You know, we're we're shown instantly at a young age, you know, what we're supposed to look like, how, um, what weight we're supposed to be, what color our hair is supposed to be, how long our hair is supposed to be, all these things. 
I remember, you know, elementary school, there's, there's no cares in the world, you know, you're playing at recess, everyone's hanging out together. And it, it was like the most amazing time at that point in my life because nothing else mattered, you know? And I remember going to junior high, seventh grade. I know the Midwest does it a little differently. Um, so seventh grade, you know, you go up to middle school and I was this dorky little kid. I had braces at the time, short hair because I'd cut my hair off like a couple years back. Still a trend in my life for some reason. <laughs> I cannot stop cutting my own hair. But, you know, I, I remember going to junior high and instantly, you know, you're started to put into categories. You're started to get labels. And at this point in my life, there I was so, like, confused at what was happening. And I remember having lunch one day and just realizing that there was already girls starving themselves. There was girls skipping lunch because their body type wasn't where it needed to be. And I just remember at that time being like, holy crap, am I supposed to look a certain way? Like, how is this supposed to work? Like, you know, I had no idea. And I think females, we had such a hard time with this. And for any of you that I'm my late 20s, but you know, there's a lot of pressure in society at that time. There's a lot of pressure on what we're supposed to be doing, how we're supposed to look. And on top of that, it's a very competitive society. So, you know, growing up, we're always thrown into sports. We have grades. Everything is so competitive. You're always competing, whether that's for the best grade, for the first spot in line, you know, whatever it may be. And for me, it started in eighth grade. You know, I wanted to be a cheerleader. I thought, you know, you know, those are the it girls. That's the image you want. And it's honestly kind of sad that that's what we're taught, but that's what is like how our society is or was at the time for me and how it shaped me to this day. I remember, you know, I didn't, I didn't make cheerleading my first year and I went into a drill team. I was tumbling. I was driven. I was like, I am going to make cheerleading next year. And I did. However, I didn't realize now how much I put myself through. You know, there's so much stress of wanting to fit in, wanting to make sure, you know, these people are going to like you, wanting to look a certain way, making sure you can perform a certain way. And right away with all of this competitiveness, it takes our authenticity out from right underneath us you know seventh grade I was doing theater I was in plays I was in choir and I remember you know shifting and being like you know what I'm ready to be a cheerleader like that's what I want and you know that's another whole process in and of itself you know if you're the smallest girl you're the flyer everything was based off of weight and looks and size and unfortunately that's how a lot of women have so many self issues or self confidence issues is because of how we grew up, the media and everything that shaped us. And I think, you know, we were never taught self care. I remember hearing about self care for the first time in college in one of my psych classes, and we were never taught that. You know, all throughout high school, we were taught to compete, to, to be the best, to look the best. And if you're not, then you need to keep working. And I think, unfortunately, 
we're never told to slow down and to truly sit with ourselves and to truly look around us and say, how am I feeling today? You know, we were, we're so stuck in a masculine energy in our society and that's not, it's not a male female energy. It's just the masculine energy is doing where the female, the feminine energy is feeling. And there's so many, so much of us just constantly doing, constantly wanting to be the next best thing. And, you know, really learning to take a pause and sit with ourselves is something we've never been taught. The fact that I'm just now starting to understand all this at 27 it almost just makes me sad for our society that we have to go to school and we have to go through all these other tests and quizzes and things to get through just to then still have to do more work to figure out who we are. And, you know, with that, I think comes kind of where we're at with like extreme escapism in today's society, you know, um, And what that means is you're trying to escape your reality. So some of us have issues with binge watching Netflix for six hours or, you know, getting drunk on the nights and weekends to escape your current reality. Some have addiction, some have gambling, you know, it comes in different shapes and sizes in today's society, but it's really because of how much fear has been shoved into our throats. And that's through, you know, our media, our news, our movies, our religion, our books, everything that we encounter has this stigma. And so having to take a step back and really taking a pause, you know, can have us figure out what's going to be the best for us. And I was reading the other day and it was asking, you know, if you have faith in something and faithlessness is not a lack of faith, but rather faith in nothing. And I feel like I've been stuck in that category for me. It's just been a little empty and I just like, I have had no faith in anything. And that's almost more sad. And I'm realizing, you know, it's, it's having a faith in fear rather than having a faith in love. And being able to identify that I think is is kind of where we start because in order to be on a higher vibrational a higher frequency we can't stay in fear we have to move to love and fear is from our ego you know our ego is trying to protect us from things that we don't know but it's okay to shift into a loving mindset. It's okay to have faith in that. And for an example, when I talk about the masculine and feminine energy, you know, masculine energy is doing, thinking, analyzing, decision-making, leading, giving, pleasing. Oh my God. Like that is seriously, I just, am like, I remember when I was in cheer and in drill team. And when I was in a sorority, you're always, you know, trying out to be the next leader in order to give, to be a part of all of these decision-making. And wow, we really are in such a masculine energy society. 
And I think being able to switch to your feminine energy and being able to tap into that is how we change our frequencies. It's how we can learn to really give ourselves self-care. You know, feminine energy is your feeling, your expressing, expressing, excuse me, intuitive, just being, following, receiving, and creating. And I think, you know, when we first start, we always have to take our class and, there was a way for it to incorporate, but once we get older and we have new, you know, areas that we want to learn and explore, we tend to get away from, you know, creative, creating and being in that creative energy. And that's a huge way of just learning to be, learning to receive and, you know, learning to make that shift is going to be a huge step in shifting from fear to love. Because at the end of the day, you have to realize we have one life, you guys. We have one body. We have to take care of it. We can't just keep filling it with crap. And and that means whether that's what we're digesting um, in our food, in our drinks, what we're watching, what we're reading, how we're speaking about others, how our friend groups talk about other people. You know, really pay attention to your environment. Who are you spending your time with? How does that energy change yours? Because you guys, I don't think we talk about this as much and I love baby mama. I don't know if some of you guys have seen this, but she is so funny. She's like, yeah, I can see people's auras, like your colors. And I remember, you know, she's standing on the balcony. She's like, oh, it's a very sunsetty aura, very good vibe. Like she's just making something up. But, you know, I don't think we actually realize energies do transfer. We do have auras and you can go into a room and literally have a conversation with with someone for five minutes and they can transfer so much energy to you. They can lower your vibration or someone can hire it. You know, do you ever interact with those people who just change your day, who just brighten your day up so much and they just fill you up? We need more people like that. We need people that are giving smiles out for free like it's nothing. We need so much more humanity and love and kindness on this earth. And I think that's really what this whole virus came here to teach us. You know, it really came here to humble us, to ground us, to restore our planet, to give, you know, mother nature a break, to stop polluting as much, you know, to really start seeing how everyone feels rather than just constantly moving, constantly doing. And that's really something we get stuck in you know, surrender, giving up your attachments to results, you know, being able to release what you want for results is being able to surrender and fall into love. And I think I, I mean, I know myself, I need to do a lot of work with that. And, you know, doing this podcast, doing research, journaling, trying to meditate, walking with myself, really taking time to learn, to understand, you know, my triggers, you know, who am I around when I get most upset? What circumstances happen for me to have anger? And really being able to see where these things come from and understanding how we can release them in order to get more aligned with our purpose, you know, get more in line with ourselves and being really in sync and in tune with our intuition and being, you know, aware of 
where we're going and how we can help people. I think we come here and we expect to make this huge impact and we want to change the world. But you guys, I think that's possible. Absolutely. But we have to start small. Actions have to start happening and we have to let go of fear. It's no longer serving us. It's no longer serving you. If you're constantly scared, how are you ever going to take the risk? How are you ever going to step outside of that comfort zone? It's hard, you guys. It's so incredibly hard to do the work. It's so hard to shift, to let go of old things that no longer serve you. But we have to start realizing what we've learned here. What's true? What's real to you? How does it make you feel? And really going with it. And I also think we have to learn that it's a flow. It's a flow through life. You know, some days I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have way more energy than I do tomorrow. Other days I'm going to have, you know, a little bit more tension for some reason. And we have to understand, you know, what is the best you can do today? How do you feel today? It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter that you have a trip in four days. It doesn't. Just take a second, sit with yourself and truly ask yourself, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Are you doing the best that you can today for you? And we have to acknowledge and understand that our best is different every single day. Some days I'll wake up and I have so much energy and I can run. And other days getting a three mile walk in is torture. It's amazing what our body can tell us but we have to start using the feedback that it gives us through our emotions through our pain or uncomfort in our body we have to start looking at that we cannot let it keep going and just keep going through the motions we cannot keep you know avoiding and escaping our own reality we have to get real and you have to do the work i think one way to look at this is we just have to stop polluting you know, stop polluting our relationships. Stop polluting our brain with negative thoughts, negative attitudes, and stop polluting the earth. You know, we have to be so kind. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And remember that you're a priority. Put yourself first. You know, how are you supposed to give back to anyone if you don't give to yourself first? You cannot pour from an empty cup. And that's the biggest recommendation I can give to you guys is I feel like I've constantly been the person ready to pour into other people. But this is the first time within my first 27 years. It took me a hot minute to get here. But you have to pour into yourself first. You have to. If you have a busy day, if you have so many other priorities, wake up the extra 30 minutes. I know it's hard. I know getting up is so difficult. Staying in your bed when it's cozy, especially in winter, is the easiest thing to do, trust me. But if I don't get my morning journaling in, if I don't get that meditation in, if I don't get enough water, my whole mood is different. My whole day is different. We have to start prioritizing ourselves. We have to start moving into love. We have to shift out of fear. 
let that go. It's no longer serving us. It is time right now, you guys. Let it go, okay? It's time to move with love. 